Welcome to Getting Real with John Natale, your host today for episode 25. I cannot believe we've hit 25 episodes here of Getting Real, and I have a great one for you today. It is the most important personality trait you can have. It's one of the most important skills you can develop if you are to be successful and if you are to be happy as a real estate professional. And before we dive in today, I just want to take the opportunity to thank you for listening to this podcast. Whether you can like it, subscribe to us, share it in your Instagram, share it on social media. This podcast is my attempt to reach as many people as possible with the message of you can make it in this industry, you can survive and thrive in 2024 in real estate. It isn't easy, but you can do it. I am here offering everything I have from the last 16 years of being in real estate and putting it out there for free on this podcast. We have a huge mission at our Natalie companies. So between this Getting Real podcast, our Natalie Realtors real estate company, our Natalie coaching coaching program, our Natalie media media company, all of these different things together are all designed to and fundamentally designed to redesign the real estate industry. For far too long, too many agents have failed. For far too long, not enough agents have found true happiness and true meaning behind a career in real estate. And we're looking to change that because it can. So again, any support you give us and this podcast by sharing it, by liking, commenting, doing what you can is so damn greatly appreciated. And I appreciate you. If you are an agent here in New Jersey looking to grow your business, we have a very good company here for you. If you want to discuss it, all you have to do is find in the link below a link to set up a meeting with me about joining our family here at Natalie Realtors. And if you're an agent across the country looking to grow your business and grow your life, we have an unbelievable coaching organization now. I built this out in October of 23. We have 25 agents across the country already in our Natalie family, and we are growing together. The synergy of our group, the people I am coaching, everything has been top-notch. So if you have any interest in getting the best real estate coaching, at a hell of a lot less of a price compared to 99% of other real estate coaches out there, hit the links below, set up a discovery call. It's completely free with me to discuss joining our coaching family. Now let's talk about the strongest personality trait I think you need to have if you are to have a very long and very successful career in real estate. And that personality trait, that skill you need to develop is one we hear about a lot especially from millennials, especially from Gen Z, and that is empathy. If you do not develop an empathetic soul, if you do not have empathy, it is going to be very hard for you to have success in real estate over the next 15 or 20 years. And the reason why is because empathy is becoming such a skill and it's becoming such a personable thing that millennials, Gen Z gravitate towards that if you don't have it, people can feel it. And when you don't have empathy, people really do not resonate with your message. And empathy's definition is real simple. It is the ability to understand and share feelings, share the feelings with another person. So that doesn't mean being sympathetic and saying, oh, boo-hoo, I'm so sorry for your situation. Oh, I'm so sad for you. Empathy is sitting down and almost being like, I picture it as being like shoulder to shoulder with someone. And really, even if you haven't been through what they've been through or they're going through, 
able to understand and be like, damn, that that's tough. And not in a sympathetic way you feel bad for them. It's just understanding what they are going through. And here's why it is so damn important in real estate. If you don't have empathy, I think you come off as an agent in so many different ways as a person that's very hard to deal with. And when you're a person that's hard to deal with, no matter where you don't have empathy. So even if you have empathy with clients, but then you don't have empathy with the agents you work with, it's going to be harder as your career goes on to get deals done because agents don't like doing business with you. And vice versa, if you're so empathetic to other agents because you understand their you know, scenario and the struggles they're going through, and then you're not empathetic with clients, clients are not going to resonate with you either. And that ability to kind of just sit there and in your headspace, be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and really understand what they're going through helps you so much as an agent. And the reason it helps you as an agent is because it, one, creates a hell of a lot of connection with your client, the other agents you're working with, the mortgage company you're working with, the title rep you're working with, everybody else that's in the transaction. It makes your message resonate when you're empathetic to whatever they have going on. But the other key thing it really, really honestly helps with is your own peace of mind. You see, I try to use empathy as much in my life as I possibly can. You know, I don't talk about it too much, but I grew up in a very deeply traumatic environment. And I think that made me kind of what a lot of people around me consider an old soul. I am definitely a pretty introverted person when you meet me in person. But I also kind of sit back and observe a lot. And I think a lot of that is tied to the childhood I did have. However, it's not to say that you can't just develop empathy over your lifetime. Because when you're able to sit back and watch and and look at things, I think it comes to you more naturally. But when you have empathy and for your own peace of mind, you're able to sit out and say like, you know what, that person who just cut me off rather than saying, you know, F them or, you know, what an a-hole and all these different things and yell and scream and get yourself upset. I try to put myself and say, you know what, maybe they're just rushing to something. Maybe he's got a phone call that's, you know, a grandparent or parent just fell and they're rushing to to help them. Or, you know, uh, their wife is pregnant. She's about to have baby. I understand that that may sound a little crazy to you, but the reaction that most people have when someone cuts them off or someone's driving really aggressively behind them and then cuts them around them, all that stuff, you know, I am in New Jersey, so welcome to New Jersey. That happens a lot. The natural reaction is to get angry yourself. But when you're able to, you know, put yourself in possibly another person's shoes, you gain peace of mind. It's a lot easier to tell yourself something that could be happening. You believe it and you let things go rather than rise to the anger level. And in business, this looks several different ways. Let's take prospecting, for instance. So many people will literally stop calling someone, you know, whether they make phone calls, they door knock, whatever, to start prospecting business and lead generating. They will call, have a good conversation, call the person again, they don't answer, they leave a message, and then they leave the conversation there. They say, oh, you know, he never called me back. I guess he doesn't want to talk. When you're able to have a little bit of empathy or really just try to tell yourself a different message, maybe they're going through something in that moment. Maybe I need to call two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more times before someone actually answers. And I think that empathetic skill that you can kind of conjure up and tell yourself, okay, you know what? Maybe Bob didn't answer the phone because he's busy today. Maybe he's got a lot of work going on. It's not that he doesn't hate me. It's just because he's going through something. It's that message to your own head that then lets you call the next week And even if he doesn't pick up, leave another message. And then three or four weeks goes by and then Bob eventually picks up and goes, you know what? I was traveling for three weeks. You know, then my wife got sick. My kid got sick. You know, I'm so appreciative. You've been reaching out to me. Come on over. Let's list my house. 
Do you know how many pieces of business over 16 years I've gotten that exact same phone call? And if I didn't get over myself and it didn't wasn't from like a, I'm going to annoy this person until they either buy or die. It's just simply like what I tell myself. It's that empathetic skill that you can you can really uh, figure out for yourself that will let you get to the point where it's okay to call. Maybe they're going through something and they will call me back when they can. But continuing to reach out and not saying like, hey, I'm only going to call once. It's it's the ability to do so and still get through the actions that need to be done. How many times during a transaction when we're dealing with another agent, do they stop answering you and your mind starts running right away? goes over and over in your head. Oh, they're screwing me over. They're getting another offer. They're getting something else is happening. They're about to screw us over. Oh man. And you start elevating your emotions. And then maybe you report back to your client. Hey, I've been reaching out to Stacy over and over. She hasn't reached back out to me. And I don't know what to tell you. That's just what the situation is. And I get it. That might be the natural thing to do. And you're starting to get yourself angry. You're calling your broker to get involved. Like, why isn't she answering? I always, same exact thing is I literally just come from empathy. I say, hey, you know what? What if Stacy's going through something? She's not screwing us over. Because again, it's all about our peace of mind too. It's not just about, you know, fighting for our clients or something like that. It's about our peace of mind. And that's why this is an important skill to develop. And I'm able to say, you know what? Maybe Stacy, you know, I know she has young kids. Maybe something happened with one of her kids. I'll reach back out later, maybe in a different method. So if I called her, maybe I'll text her. Maybe I'll send an email. Hey, hope everything's okay. Reach back out to me because my client is a little bit concerned. That's a lot better than calling someone over and over, nonstop, getting a broker involved, taking things to a level in which they don't need to. But I think it's that empathetic skill that you can you can come up with and you can really build inside yourself of putting yourself in someone else's shoes for a minute and understand that it's not the world always out to get you. And this happens with clients too. Let's be realistic. Sometimes you send them a doc, you send them a document to e-sign and you know, the last time they put an offer in, it was signed right away. But this time, oh man, it's been 30 minutes. They haven't signed yet. And you're freaking out. You're really starting to freak out. So now when you have developed the empathetic skill, you're able to then say, you know what? Maybe they got caught into a meeting. And again, this is for your peace of mind as well as make you a better real estate professional because no one likes to work with people who are super tense. People like to work with people who are aggressive, but also calm. They know how to get the job done, but they also know how to say like, the world is going to be okay. That's the type of people, if especially if you want to have like a happy career, that's the type of people enjoy working with. And that's the type of person, if you want to have a sustainable career in real estate, you need to be or else you're going to get burnt out. If you're literally holding like every single deal to the highest level of like, this has to happen or my life is going to be miserable. Yeah, that might work for five, seven years, but you're not going to be in real estate for 15. You're not going to really bear the fruits of all the greatness that this career has to offer you. And I know this is depending on your age, like this might sound like a very fluffy type of message today. However, this skill is so damn important because everyone around you feels it you become a much better person. Do you know how many people I see like throw up like a just sold a congratulation post for a property that where people just got divorced? I don't think you understand. Like it's not a happy transaction for them no matter what they got in terms of the price because a divorce is a death of a marriage. And it's no matter, especially if it's, happiness and getting out of it, but it's not a happy period of people's lives. 
And when you're able to like come to those meetings as a person with empathy versus a person who's just there to get a deal, talk about like all these great things, you're able to come down to their level, meet with them, you see them, they're seen, and they absolutely love working with you. And when people love working with you, it makes for a much better transaction, even if it is a divorce, even if someone just passed away and it's an estate sale, even if people are on hard times right now and they need to sell. When you're able to get down to their level, understand them, share some of those feelings with them, you are able to win time and time and time and time again. And the reality is empathy can be worked on. So the different ways you work on empathy, let's dive into that before we wrap this up. There are three main ways to kind of practice or develop empathy. And number one, I think is the most important. And it's something to be honest, I've struggled with in my life, but I've truly, really, really tried to improve on with every conversation. Honestly, every conversation, no matter who it's with, try to improve this skill with. And that's active listening. Active listening is not thinking about what you are going to say in response to someone before they finish talking. And I know, and I'm a human being who's done it myself. We're already spinning. Once people start talking, we're already spinning like, oh, this can be a good response. This is going to be awesome. This is, uh, oh, I'm going to say this, or I'm going to prove my point here. No matter what it is, active listening is literally in the moment being able to listen truly to what they're saying, how they're saying it. There's always a brief pause after they stop talking, and that so you can collect your thoughts, and then you speak. And if you're not able to, like, really have an answer right in that moment, the go-to thing is, you know, I'm still processing what you just said. Just give me a couple seconds to think about what you just said. And nobody's, when you're actively listening to someone, so when you're making eye contact, your facial expressions should change with what they talk about. They say something said, you shouldn't be laughing or you shouldn't be smiling. When you're actively listening, you are literally feeling the conversation with someone. And people can feel that. And that skill of active listening is one of the most important parts of developing empathy. So I challenge you to, in your next conversation, to fully be, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your kid, whether it's with a parent, whether it's with a client, whether it's with someone in your office, truly just stop, stop trying to come up with the next piece of what you're going to say and fully listen to what they are saying. The next really important thing, the second of three things to do to develop some empathy is to really just practice perspective taking. And what I mean by that is to take different perspectives, like actually sit down and think about what I, like the emotions that be running through my head. If I lived in this house for 30 years and now I literally had a family walk in and be like, I'm going to gut this entire thing because it's horrendous. Like try to put yourself in the shoes of what a seller who might be older and has been in a house for a long time. Put yourself in the shoes of how goddamn hard it is to be a first time buyer. Look at what mortgage payments are these days. Look at the amount down people need. When you actually look at it, it's not that you're not giving advice to those people or telling them not to buy, but be empathetic that like if they make and take home $12,000 a month, their mortgage payments still might be half of that. That's a shit ton of money. So be empathetic when they're like asking questions. Don't lose your patience with them. Take their perspective. And it's easy to say like, okay, you know, I had it hard when I was young, so you should have it hard too. Or I had it hard when I was young, so this isn't that bad. I worked hard to buy my first house. You could work hard to work your... That's not empathy. Empathy is saying, I understand where you're at right now. I understand it is a really expensive thing to do right now in your life. It was, you know, we lived on rice and beans when we bought our house too type of thing is a much better message than, you know, well, you're making $250,000 a year. You should be able to buy a house. 
It doesn't really matter. What matters is how they're feeling. And if you're able to put yourself in their perspective, no matter where they are in their life, especially this, this is really, really works well with clients. That is the most important thing is to take different perspectives with some of your partners that you work with. So it's a mortgage lender, a title company, an attorney, put yourself in their perspective as to why it's important to keep building a relationship with you. Because if you develop these skills and you try to take these different perspectives, you will develop more empathy. And now I I said there was gonna be three, but there's actually gonna be two more. Two more things to develop empathy. I'm gonna give you what my third was, but I do have I do have a bonus one as well. My third one is to just practice some empathetic language. Bring it into your conversation because it will kind of put you where you need to be. So when people say like they're they're struggling with something, rather than just fixing it right away, like with the solution, you know what, instead of uh, doing that, you should be doing this. That's why, that's why I told you not to be doing that anymore. That's why, you know, and this, this, these conversations happen with more or less our people in our family than they might with clients, but they still probably happen with clients to a certain degree, right? The person who sends you another home that's 50,000 over what their budget is. It's easy to be like, no, this is not happening. Stop sending me these. But a more empathetic answer is like, I get it. Maybe we're not finding exactly what you want in the price that you set, but can you share with me, are we coming up with more money to buy this house at 50000 over, or are we hoping that the price reduces over the next couple months and it will come down to our price range? That's an empathetic response for your client rather than just, no, it's too much money, or just, again, about your peace of mind. Okay, yeah, I'll show it to you, and then you show the house. You're not so happy because they're looking at a house 50000 over. You might be giving some attitude, not your best performance, and you might not be the best real estate professional in that moment for that client. That is the epitome of what I'm talking about. And if you're able to practice some statements, like, I get it, I'm here for you. I'm really sorry you're going through that right now. These things will help you become more empathetic. And the last one, this is where we're gonna end our message today. So if you wanna develop some empathy in your life, go out and volunteer. There's so many damn people that need help right now. If you're listening to this podcast, like, and you're able to, whether you're driving your car somewhere, you're able to listen to, you know, my, my silly messages, I consider you pretty fortunate in life, right? Like if you're honestly able to listen to this podcast or watch this podcast right now, that means you at least have some sort of free time, you're developing, you're building some things into your career. It doesn't mean you're out on the streets. It doesn't mean you, you're gonna be, you know, hungry tonight. So go out there and, and volunteer. Because when you get out in the community, you develop so much damn empathy for those living around you, even in your immediate area, even if you live in an affluent area. We live in one of the most affluent areas in the country and there's still so many damn opportunities to help people around us. And so when I'm feeling like, okay, you know what, things don't feel right right now, going out and volunteering in the community always helps. So I implore you to do the change in that regard and it will help you change yourself. Thank you.